welcome to The Prosper Project, the show that helps entrepreneurs build brands that impact the world and the bottom line. We know that success doesn't come in a one-size-fits-all package. That's why we're bringing you adaptable marketing strategies along with valuable insights from inspiring changemakers, firebrands, and visionaries. I'm Lorraine Sugart, founder of the disruptive brand agency, Prosper for Purpose. Now for this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of The Prosper Project. Today I am speaking with Evelina Chableska, and I'm sure I butchered that, but I'll have her pronounce her last name for us in just a minute. And Evelina is a certified clinical hypnotherapist and an RTT therapist, and that stands for Rapid Transformational Therapist. So I'm already fascinated about this conversation. She's also an NLP master practitioner, transformational coach, and confidence and mindset coach. In 2022, she was recognized by Scotland. prestige award as the hypnotherapist of the year. So what does she actually do? She works with anxious and frustrated overthinkers. None of us can relate to that, I'm sure. High achieving professionals and entrepreneurs who are ready to say yes to themselves and create extraordinary lives. And she does all this using subconscious programming so that her clients can step up in all aspects of their lives with courage, self-trust, and unstoppable confidence. Welcome, Evelina, to The Prosper Project. Thank you very much for having me. So go ahead and pronounce your last name for everyone, because I think I came close, but not quite there. You are very close. So my last name is Toblewska. So you basically, if I had to distill and this is what I do, right? Brand. So the essence of your brand is transformation. So how did you get into the business of transformation? What was kind of your path, your career path or your personal path that led you there? Mm, That's a great question. And it was my personal transformation first before I actually became an entrepreneur and really all started from my life falling apart sounds terrible, but actually now from the hindsight of years later, it was the best thing that could have happened to me. It was obviously not so fun, you know, when it happened, but yes, my life kind of fell apart and it really made me to look at myself because I had this realization that I'm the common denominator in everything that's been going on in my life. So Mm. I couldn't really continue to blame the external environment, my upbringing or the economy or my ex or this or that, because in all of this, it was always me. Mm. So I looked within myself and I realized that actually I have a lot of stories and beliefs that really don't serve me anymore. They might have served me years before, but actually where I was, it was actually continue to keep me stuck and unhappy. 
And that's how I bumped into RTT, Rapid Transformational Therapy, because I was looking for a solution mm -hmm. to my own problems. And when I figured out how powerful transformation can be and why everyone really should be on a transformational journey, I thought, you know what, I think I want to study this and turn this into the business. And that's how I became a hypnotherapist and then obviously added NLP and everything else that came with it. And I'm not done. You know, I've got so many things that I want to study. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that so much. You understand what it feels like when your clients come to you. And I just want to take a moment and say, I did a whole podcast episode sometime last year about basically being the victim, right? And how mm. we get in our own way when we make our, what we call failures or setbacks or whatever, someone else's fault or yeah. some kind of external thing like, well, you know, my business went away because of COVID. Well, some businesses actually did go away because of the pandemic and it wasn't their fault. But for a lot of people, they just didn't keep on trying. They didn't innovate or, you know, there's so many examples of that. And I don't have any of the credentials you have, but I am a business owner. And I was seeing that happen over and over and over again. And I just wanted to call it out and say, you know, if you can take responsibility for your success, your failure in any aspect of your life, you always have choices. You get to choose how you react to being in lockdown. Some people did great. So mm -hmm. I love that you're saying that. And I love that this is the process that you take people through. So can you talk a little bit about how you help people? So before I go there, I love what you just said, because being responsible for your life, that is a number one part of how you can be daily that can create an extraordinary life for you and your business or career or whatever it is that you want, or you can continue to be into that victim mentality. And people don't like admitting that to themselves. That's what it is, because if we blaming something that is outside of us for our failures, we are being victims of our circumstances. Because when we take full responsibility for how we think, for how we feel, for the actions we take, that's when we are not in a victim mentality. Because there's always a choice. Even if the bleakest of moments and we think, I don't know what to do, there is always something that can be done. And that's certainly some of the things that I introduce to my clients. Because what is not being taught at school, and that is one of my biggest dreams that we change this, is the first few years of our lives set us up for the future. No one really talks about this. Unless you're interested in personal development and you've done some work, you may be aware of this. For the most part, people don't. And those beliefs and stories hidden and subconscious because we learn them by observing, by looking at our parents, by watching how they handled financial problems, how they showed love to one another, how they dealt with difficulties. And by observation, we learn what it means to be in love, what it means to be successful or not. Depends what was modeled to us. And then we 
in our 30s, 40s, 50s, we're trying to do something with our lives, whether that's a business or career, or maybe we have a you know crappy relationship. So we always bumped into the same men with different face. <laughs> yes. But that model of reality is so deeply ingrained in us. And we don't question. We don't question why do I always believe this or why do I always say this to myself why do I continue to repeat those stories because they are so automatic so habitual that we don't even know that we have them mm-hmm. we go on this autopilot because if you get up in the morning you don't think okay so what do I need to do do I brush my teeth now or do I want to have a cup of tea you just do it on autopilot it just happens when we do that, you live in the past, as Dr. Joe Dispenza says, if you know who that is. And I love yeah. this because we live with the thoughts and emotions of the past and we just repeat them daily. And that's habit. That's so That goes for everything in our lives because brain loves habits. Yes. Once we have them, we really want to let go that easily. Whether they're good for us or bad for us, our brain still likes them because they're what we know, right? For the brain, it's not, it doesn't see them as good or bad. They just are. Mm -hmm. It's just a habit. We qualify them as good or bad because behind everything that we do is a positive intent. Yeah. When we create it, those habits, those stories, those beliefs, there was a positive intent behind them. It worked for us when we created them, usually when we were quite young. Unfortunately, it doesn't serve us very much when we are older and this positive intent actually turned into a negative <laughs> habit. Right. So this is deep dive that I do with my clients. We really go deep. Because the first step in your transformation is awareness. Without awareness, nothing can change. I feel like we're getting a free therapy session right now. (laughs) This is so good. This is really, really good. I'm mentally unpacking all of this as you're saying it. And then I'm thinking, oh, wait, we're actually having a conversation for the podcast. This isn't, you know, but this is just so, so helpful. I love this. And I think that when we look at ourselves as unknown versus known, Mm -hmm. and I will say I've only been able to do this maybe the past 10 years or so, but even entering it as a question, like what if everything I think I know about myself is wrong. And it's just really been eye-opening. There were a couple of things I was experiencing in my business. And that brings me to my next question is, when do people seek you out? My guess is not soon enough. (laughs) (laughs) So when do people come to you? What kind of things are they either trying to do or are they struggling with? Like I said, usually it's not soon enough and is usually when they've been trying to implement change time and time again. They Mm -hmm. maybe try coaching or reading books and it's not really working because as something that I've learned from my mentor, Jim Fortin, you putting content, which is your 
books, YouTube and courses into an old context, which is your subconscious identity. And when they clash, then unfortunately, your subconscious identity always wins because it's much faster than your conscious goals and desires and is your map of the world is who you are it's your identity and that will win so you really need to change your context and that's your subconscious transformation and you can't do that with a book can you no, <laughs> really, because, you know, when we are older, there is a few ways that we can do it. And one of it is repetition. So if you read your book once, it's not going to do it. You probably would have to read this book a number of times connected with some other techniques to really see some change. And if you are not aware, what is that belief or story that you have that is causing you to sabotage yourself, it's quite hard to change it. Hmm. That's so interesting. So (laughs) my next question is, if someone is trying to, you work with a lot of people in business that are, I am assuming, trying to get to the next level and something's holding them back. Mm -hmm. So say this overthinking, successful entrepreneur comes to you who wants to scale to the next level, what is the first step that you would take them to? How do you help them see, or do you help them see like what's going on in their subconscious or where does your journey with your clients start? So first we start with a bit of coaching because I really need you to take time to identify what is that you really want. Because you would be surprised how many people don't actually know. Say they do, they say they want to achieve their goals, but they're not actually really very clear on the vision and the goals. And that goes for the big vision and then steps. So I really need you to identify first, what is that you want? Mm -hmm. Obviously, I will be poking about your passage trip, which you have to be then ready to get uncomfortable. And part of the process is obviously hypnosis and RTT when we do deep dive into your subconscious because you have all the answers. You know exactly why you overthink, why you doubt yourself, when you procrastinate. Your mind knows why you're doing this. Your subconscious mind, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we need to ask your subconscious mind so that's where the hypnosis comes in are there people that you can't hypnotize i always hear that there are some people that can't be hypnotized so some people are a little bit more suggestible than others because hypnosis is all about being suggestible okay so being open to the process is obviously a number one thing Mm -hmm. being open to change is really important And the depth of brands is really not that important. Your commitment to the process is really important. Yeah. So yes, some people, there is a small number of people that hypnosis may not work for them, but there is a tiny, tiny minority because 
Part hypnosis, I use coaching and NLP and other types. So all together is going to make change for you. But again, your commitment and participation in a process is key. Yeah, I can imagine that it's, you know, it's like saying I want help, but I'm not willing to do what you tell me to do, but can't you? And I, you know, I think every professional goes through that. You know, you tell people, well, this is the process. Well, I don't want to do that. And I don't want to do that. Or they're resistant to it. It's like, well, you can't get the results if you're not going to, you know, get in the the ring here with me and do the work. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So you are in Scotland, but you work with people all over the world. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes. And so this process can work virtually. You don't have to be in person to go through it. How does someone choose who they work with? Like for you, is it, do people do video consultations? Is it, how do people find you? So I'm all over social media and obviously I've got a website referrals are a big thing as well and i do free consultation where we can hop on a call and see if we align to work together because you really need to gel some people i I need to know your level of commitment because if you're going to tell me oh maybe committed four out of ten i won't work with you because you're going to get the results that i can deliver so, yeah, because you're then not taking someone that maybe would be 100% in, right? No, no. And so not everyone is going to resonate with me. I'm not everyone's cup of tea and that's okay. So having a consultation, I find it works for both sides. It works for me and for the potential client. So we can, you know, have a discussion. They can ask me questions. I can ask them questions, clarify, see where you are, you know, identify where you want to go and then see if we're the right fit to work together. That's incredible. So if people are interested in finding you, is the best source bravingthebeing.com your website is, or should they, they reach out to you via social? What is the best way to find you? So yes, that's my website. I'm quite active on Instagram, which is my name, Evelina lower dash j lower dash Stoblevska, which is again we will put that in the show notes because if anyone can spell that just out of the gate i need to meet you but we will have those links in the show notes so instagram is evelina Stoblevska, and well we'll just have them all in the show notes but her website is super easy to find, bravingthebeing.com. But I want to ask you a little bit more because when you decided what your transformation was and you experienced mm-hmm. that transformation and then wanted to bring that to other people, you were in Scotland at the time. Is that correct? Yes. But you are not Scottish. Even though you sound Scottish, you are Polish. And I think that's really interesting that you know, you've had this experience being in two different cultures, two different languages. Is there part of that you think that influences your work or what led you to your work? I think it does because I overcome so many adversities over the years. Coming from a very poor background, growing up in communist Poland, 
very different culture. Coming to the UK was a proper shock to the system. And to be honest, I absolutely hated to start with <laughs> because I was really young and two cultures were like night and day. I really couldn't understand the law of it to start with. And I had to deal with a lot of my own biases and stories and beliefs. I didn't even know that I had. And I didn't get that awareness for years to come. And that's where the awareness is so, so important. No. Now I love it because every time I am triggered before, I would probably spiral down, got angry, offensive, defensive. Now I'm like, boom, see what I can change here because a trigger means that I bump into something that I can change. So it's really all about our focus, attention and interpretation, being curious. So if there's something that you don't like about yourself, you keep bumping, ask yourself, why do I believe this? Is this even true? How do I know this is true? Do I have the evidence that this is true? And one of the questions that I love is who would I be without this belief? Because that alone can keep you trapped. Because a wow. lot of people want change because they don't know who would they be on the other end of that. I love change. that question. Yeah. Yeah. But going back to your question, it does influence how I show go up for myself because I've got for a unique uh, position where I can bring my experience from two different cultures for overcoming so many adversities so many transformational journey that I had to go through over the years and change is something that has been constant in my life so if anyone wants to talk about change get in touch (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness oh so this podcast is called The Prosper Project because it's really, and I say this in every week's episode, so apologies to my regular listeners, but it's really about seeing not only opportunities for yourself, but different ways to think about what it means to prosper, to do well in your business and your life. So Evelina, what does it mean for you to prosper? What does that look like for you? Mm, that is a great question. and. For me to prosper would be to really embody the courage and self-trust to be authentic to you. Mm-hmm. And that means be curious about who you really are, not the person that you think you should be. The society tells you to be or the expectations that you have put upon by your parents, by your spouse or the children or whatever is true for you, but really true and authentic who you. And that means a lot of courage because you have to really dig deep within yourself inwards and strip any belief, any story or habit that is not serving you. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. 
Evelina Chableska, thank you so much for being on the Prosper Project. Really, my mind is blown. I hope our listeners will listen to this episode more than once. Take notes. There's really lots of gold here. Thank you for sharing with us today and take good care. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of The Prosper Project. If you want to grow a peerless, profitable brand, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you find value in our show, please help us reach others by sharing an episode and leaving a review. In appreciation, please visit prosperforpurpose.com for more free resources to help you grow your business.